Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Member by Avram Gold. Hi, and there Maseches Chagiga Daf Chafei, the third parak Chomer B'Kodesh. The Zichur Maseches Chagiga program has been generously sponsored by Yenishmas Avram Ber Ben Asher and Yenishmas Tamar Bas Chaim. And then the Shamas have an Aliyah. So the three dots are going to focus on number one. The Mishnah Daf Chav Dalad Amabase, which deals with Chumras of Truma over Kodesh, begins Chumras of Truma should be Yehuda Ne'amani Maltar's Yain Shaman, Koyimos Hashana. A stringency of Truma is that in Yehuda, the Ami arts are trust regarding the Tar of Kodesh wine and oil throughout the year. Vashasik Gitos Babadim Avhal Truma. And during the wine pressing season and all pressing season, they're also believed regarding the Tar of Truma. The Gemara on this stuff notes that they're believed in Yehuda but not in the Galil, and asks what the reason is for the distinction. Because a strip of Kusi land separates between Yehuda and Galil. Rashi explains that the people in the Galil would not be able to bring their wine and oil to the base of Migdash, that is in Yehuda, for the Rabbanim were Gozer on Eretz Amim, the land of the nations that imparts too many foods that are transported through it. This is because the Nachrim did not always mark their graves, which were then allowed to be plowed over, resulting in strewn bone fragments. Point number two, the Mishnah had taught that Amayarts are believed about the Tahar of Truma during the wine-pressing season and oil-pressing season. This is because during these times, Amayarts are careful to purify their kelim and themselves to ensure the Tahara of the new Truma. If the seasons have passed, the Kohen Chaber is not permitted to accept a barrel of Truma wine or oil from them. However, the Amayarts may set it aside until the next season, and then give it to the Kohen then. Rav Sheshus was asked, If the Kohen accepted it from them, what is it then if the Kohen set it aside for the next pressing season? He answered that it was taught in the Mishnah, Demai, that if a Chavar and Amaaretz inherited from their father, who was an Amaaretz, when it comes to splitting his possessions, the Chavar cannot say, You take the liquids, which are susceptible to Tuma, and I'll take the dry fruits, which he knows have not become susceptible to Tuma. And a bright Sittar regarding this, that if there is Truma included, the Chavar burns the liquid Truma and leaves the dry Truma. Rav Shesh has concluded that we see from here that the Chavar is not permitted to leave it aside until the next pressing season. The Gemara rejects this proof since perhaps the food has no pressing season, such as date beer, and cannot keep until Achag. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Olos that states that Beishamah and Beisil agree. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Olos that states that Beishamah and Beisil agree that we check a base of prosper bone chips for people on their way to offer the Pesach, but we do not check for those on their way to eat Truma. The Gemara explains that those on their way to bring a Pesach, Lohimidu divren b'makum koras, the Rabban did not establish their decree in the case of a mitzvah that's punishable with karas. But for those on their way to eat truma, they did maintain their decree where there is a concern of misubide shemaim, death by heaven. Rashi explains that in the case of truma, since there's no fixed time for it to be eaten, the person can wait seven days and do hazan on the third and seventh day. The more asked if one checked the base of pras in order to bring his Pesach, may he then eat his truma based on this checking and answers that just as in our Mishnah we learned that if an Amar is told a chaver that he separated a quarter log of oil as Kodesh, he's trusted regarding the tar of all the oil in the barrel. So to here, since he's trusted regarding the Pesach, he's trusted also regarding the truma. So once again, the three points are number one, the Mishnah daf chav dalad on the base, which deals with chumras of truma over Kodesh, Begins, a stringency of Truma is that in Yehuda, the Ami arts are trust regarding the Tar of Kodesh wine and oil throughout the year. And during the wine pressing season and all pressing season, they're also believed regarding the Tar of Truma. The Gemara on this stuff notes that they're believed in Yehuda but not in the Galil and asks what the reason is for the distinction. Because a strip of Kusi land separates between Yehuda and Galil. Rashi explains that the people in the Galil would not be able to bring their wine and oil to the base of Migdash, that is in Yehuda, for the Rabbanim were Gozer on Eretz Amim, the land of the nations that imparts too many foods that are transported through it. 
This is because the Nachrim did not always mark their graves, which were then liable to be plowed over, resulting in strewn bone fragments. Point number two, the Mishnah had taught that Amayarts are believed about the Tahar of Truma during the wine-pressing season and oil-pressing season. This is because during these times, the Amayarts are careful to purify their kelim and themselves to ensure the Tahara of the new Truma. If the seasons have passed, the Kohen Chaber is not permitted to accept a barrel of Truma wine or oil from them. However, the Amarts may set it aside until the next season and then give it to the Kohen then. Rav Sheshus was asked, If the Kohen accepted it from them, what is it then if the Kohen set it aside for the next pressing season? He answered that it was taught in the Mishnah Demai that if a Chaver and Amarts inherited from their father who was an Amarts, when it comes to splitting his possessions, the Chaver cannot say, you take the liquids, which are susceptible to Tuma, and I'll take the dry fruits, which he knows have not become susceptible to Tuma. And a bright Sittah regarding this, that if there is Truma included, the Chaver burns the liquid Truma and leaves the dry Truma. Rav Shesh has concluded that we see from here that the Chaver is not permitted to leave it aside until the next pressing season. The Gemara rejects this proof since perhaps the food has no pressing season, such as date beer, and cannot keep until Achag. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Olos that states that Beishama and Beisul agree. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Olos that states that Beishama and Beisul agree that we check a base of prosper bone chips for people on their way to offer the Pesach, but we do not check for those on their way to eat Truma. The Gemara explains that those on their way to bring a Pesach, Lohimidu Divren Bemakon Koros, the Rabban did not establish their decree in the case of a mitzvah that's punishable with karas. But for those on their way to eat truma, they did maintain their decree where there is a concern of misubide shemaim, death by heaven. Rashi explains that in the case of truma, since there's no fixed time for it to be eaten, the person can wait seven days and do hazan the third and seventh day. The more asks if one checked the base of pras in order to bring his Pesach, may he then eat his truma based on this checking and answers that just as in our Mishnah we learned that if an Amar is told a chaver that he separated a quarter log of oil as Kodesh, he's trusted regarding the tar of all the oil in the barrel. So to here, since he's trusted regarding the Pesach, he's trusted also regarding the truma. All right, so now we go to our Simr Dav Chafe, and our standard simon is a silver wedding anniversary, a 25th wedding anniversary. So here goes. The husband's silver anniversary plans fell apart when the wine you ordered from the Galil became tummy when it passed over the strip of Kusi land, and the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his cone friend, who improperly accepted from an Amaharetz, was to go through and check, was to go through and check, a base of pras. Once again, slow motion. The husband's silver anniversary plan, silver anniversary, that must be more enough, chaf hey. The husband's silver anniversary plans fell apart when the one you ordered from the Galil became Tame when it passed over the strip of Kusi land, which reminds us that the Gemara explains that the Ami Arts and Yehuda were trusted regarding the Tahar of Kodesh wine and oil throughout the year and during the wine-pressing season and all-pressing season. They were also believed regarding the Tahar of Truma. But those in the Galil would not be able to bring their wine and oil to the base of Migdash, that's in Yehuda, for the Rabban Ragoza on Eretz Ha'ami in the land of the nation that imparts Tuma to foods that are transported through it. This is because the Nachrim did not always mark their graves, which were then liable to be plowed over resulting in strewn bone fragments. So, the husband's silver and Rusi plans fell apart when the wine he ordered from the Galil became Tame when it passed over the strip of Kusi land. And the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his Kohen friend, who improperly accepted it from an Amaharetz, which reminds us, the Mishnah had taught that Amiarts are believed about the Harab Truma wine during the wine-pressing season and oil-pressing season. This is because... During these times, Amiyars are careful to purify their kalim and themselves to ensure the tahara of the new truma. Now, if the seasons have passed, the Kona is not permitted to accept the barrel of truma wine 
oil from them. However, the Amarts may set it aside until the next season and then give it to the Kohen then. Rav Sheshus was asked, if the Kohen accepted it from them, what is the din if the Kohen set it aside for the next pressing season? Rav Sheshus attempted to bring a proof that he's not permitted to do so, but it's rejected. So, the husband's silver and Rusi plants fell apart when the one-year order from the Galil became Tameh, when it passed over the strip of Kusi land. And the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his Kohen friend who improperly accepted from an Amaretz was to go through and check a base of pras, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a Mishnah in Oholos that states that Beis and Beis agree that we check a base of pras for bone chips for people on their way to offer the Pesach, but we do not check it for those on their way to eat truma. Rush explains that in the case of truma, since there's no fixed time for it to be eaten, the person can wait seven days and do Hazah on the third and seventh day. The Gemara asks if one checked the base of pras in order to bring his Pesach, may he then eat his truma based on this checking? And answers that just as in our mission, we learned that if an Amaris told a Chavar that he separated a quarter log of oil as Kodesh, he is trusted regarding the tahar of all the oil in the barrel. So to here, since he's trusted regarding the Pesach, he's trusted also regarding the Truma. So once again, the husband's silver anniversary plans fell apart when the wine he ordered from the Galil became Tameh when it passed over the strip of Kusi land. And the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his Cohen friend who improperly accepted it from an Amaharetz was to go through and check a base of pras. All right, now it's time for four blabat Chazara. So the symbol of Chafalov is a car which Bostonians pronounce as Ka. So here goes. The race car driver. Ka driver. That must be one of Chafalov. Ka. The race car driver with a large hood ornament of a Kli within a Kli tied up with what knots, which reminds us. The more answers that it was necessary for the Reisha and the Seif of the Mishnah to address concerns for Chatzitza. For if only the first case of immersing one Kli within the other, one might think that the Chatzitza is because of the weight of the Kli, and therefore the knots which are tied loosely and have no weight would not be a Chatzitza. And if only the case of the knots was taught, then one might have thought that it's because the knot is tight in the water and does not become loosened. But in the case of Kaling, the water causes the inner Kli to float, and therefore there would be no problem of Chatzitza. So the race car driver with the large hood ornament of a Kli within a Kli, tied up with wet knots, and a big 10 miles decal on the door, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that Rabbi Ilo, who said that the reason that one may not immerse one Kli within another is due to it being a Chatzitza, is consistent with another statement he made in the name of Rechinin Bar Papa, Esther Milo Shanukan, they taught here in the Mishnah 10 miles, meaning higher levels of stringency that were decreed for Kodesh and not for Truma. Rashi explains that Rabbi Ilo only counts 10 miles when the Mishnah listed 11 cases. This indicates that he holds that the two of the cases are for the same reason. That being a chatzitza, statement continues that the first five applied to Kodesh and Chulun Shinasal Taras Kodesh, since they have a concern for Tumadaraisa, whereas the latter five cases do not involve Tumadaraisa, and therefore the Rabban did not decree them on Chulun Shinasu Al Taras Kodesh. So the race cod driver with a large hood ornament with a Kli within a Kli, tied up with wet knots, and a big 10 miles decal on the door, was about to pass his competitor who was recklessly drinking from a skin flask that contained needles and spinning hooks. Which reminds us, Rabbi disagrees with Rabbi Yuh and says, that since the safe of the Mishnah deals with the concern of Chatzitza, the ratio does not. Rather, the reason one must not immerse one Kli inside another Kli for Kodesh is because of Xera, that one should not immerse needles and spinning hooks within a Kli whose opening is not at least the size of a flask skin tube. Rush explains that if the opening of the outer Kli is smaller than this tube, then the water inside is not considered mixed with the outer waters of the mikveh, and the needles and hooks will not be considered to have had a valid immersion in a mikveh. Dav base. So the similar Dav base is a cab. So here goes. The Amar's cabby driver, cabby driver, that must be more in Duff Chabez. 
The Amar's cabbie driver felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted Kodesh from him, which reminds us. The Gemara clarifies that Chaverim accept Kodesh from Amar's because of Eva, hatred that would develop for Chaverim if they did not accept the Amar's as Kodesh. If the temple administrators, who were all Chaverim, did not accept Kodesh from Amar's, then Amar's would be completely excluded from the realm of Kodesh. There's not an equal concern for a Chaver not accepting Truma from an Amar's, for the Amar's can go and give the Truma to a Kohen, who's also an Amar's. So, the Amar's cabbie driver felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted the Kodesh from him that he decided to scratch his plans to build a private Paradumabama in his backyard, which reminds us, Gemara asks, who's the town of our Mishnah, the Chayshal Eve, who's concerned for hatred? And the answer is, it's Rabbi Yossi. Rosanna Bryce, Rabbi Yossi said, why are all believed about the Tahar of wine and oil for offerings the whole year? That even if an Amar's brings wine or oil offerings to the base of Migdash, they're considered Tahar. So it shouldn't arise that every person should go and build a Bama for himself and burn a Paraduma for himself. So, the Amar's cabbie driver felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted the Kodesh from him that he decided to scratch his plans to build a private Paraduma Bama in his backyard, even though his parish passenger didn't believe him that his Kalim were properly toivled. Which reminds the Gemara brings a brace that states an Amar's is believed regarding Tevila, and the Gemara that conflicts with this that taught that an Amar's is not believed. Abai said there's no difficulty. He's believed when he said he immersed his body properly to become Tower, but he's not believed when he says he immerses his Kaling properly. Rav said that both cases could be done with Kaling. The Bryce, which states that he's believed, is where he says that he never immersed one Kli within another. Whereas the Gemara's case, where he's not believed, is when he says that he did immerse one Kli within another, but he did not immerse it in a Kli whose opening was not the size of a skin flask, too. So the symbol of is Kugelach. So here goes. When the kid accidentally dropped his broken Tame shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugelach, Kugelach, that must be one of Chav Gimel. When the kid accidentally dropped his broken Tame shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugelach, which reminds us that the third case on the Mishnah of Chav stated that a Gnosis Midras Gnosis a Truma Avalos Kodesh, one who's carrying a Midras, an article that support the weight of a Zav, Zavo, or a Nida, may also carry Truma but not Kodesh, for there was a decree based on an incident with someone transporting a barrel of Kodesh from place to place, and the strap of the sandal broke off and he took it and he placed it on a barrel and it fell into the airspace of the barrel and then the Kodesh in the barrel became Tameh. When the Gemara suggests that a similar decree should apply for Truma, it answers that the mission of Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, who holds that whenever the Chum made a decree, they did it only for the same circumstances as the original incident. So, when the kid accidentally dropped his broken tummy shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugelach and noticed a moist spit on one of the recently made pieces, which reminds us the Mishnah 6 case stated, Kalim Hanigmarim Batara Tzrichen Tvilo Kodesh of Truma. Kalim that were completed in a state of Tahara required Tvila for use with Kodesh, but not for use with Truma. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah was referring to a case where a Chavar made them Umishum Sanur Dama Arts, and it's because of a concern that they became Tame from the spittle of an Amma Arts. The Gemara asks, when did the spittle fall on the Kli? If it fell before the Kli was completed, the Kli does not have the din of a Kli that can be Makabal Tuma. It could not have fallen after the Kli was completed, for a Chavar would have been careful not to let that happen. The Gemara answers that the situation that we're worried about is where the spittle fell on the Kli before it was completed, and remained moist after the Kli was completed. So, when the kid accidentally dropped his broken tummy shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugelach, and noticed a moist spit on one of the recently made pieces, he asked his rabbi if the barrel was a Matsar of all the other Kugelach, making them which reminds us the Mishnah seventh case stated, A Kli combines what's in it with regard to Kodesh, but not with regard to Truma. Rabbi Hanan said that this is one from the Pasuk, One gold ladle of ten shekels filled with Ketoros. The Pasuk made everything that's in the ladle 
like one entity. The more it clarifies that Rabbi Akiva might agree that Midaraisa Akli combines its Kodesh contents into one entity in a situation where the contents require Akli, like in the case of Katoris, but it is not combined when the item does not require Akli, such as in the case of Shi'ari Mincha, the remainders of a Mincha. And the rabbis decree that even an item that does not require a kli, kli matzarfo, a kli does combine it. Dav chavdalad, so the similar dav chavdalad is a pitcher, a kad. So here goes. As he watched a pitcher, pitcher, that must be more than dav chavdalad, kad. As he watched a pitcher filled with kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a revi, which reminds us the Mishnah dav chav amabe stated a revi be kodesh puzzle. A revi in the case of kodesh is puzzle. It's not a brisa. Rabbi Yossi said, from where is it derived that a revi in the case of kodesh is puzzle? It's a kavachomer. If even a machusiki pouring someone who has tovold and has waited until nightfall but still requires bringing a carbon is permitted to eat truma but is unfit to eat kodesh, then concerning a shlishi, which is unfit in the case of truma, all the more so it should create a revi in the case of kodesh. So, as he watched a pitcher filled with kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a revi, fall off a shelf being caught by a man with his one tame hand, which reminds us, the Mishnah stated that if one of a person's hands became tame, the other one is tahor. But with regard to kodesh, he must immerse both in Rav He said they taught this halacha only when the hands are joined at the time that the second hand touches the kodesh. But where they are not joined, then the first hand does not make the second one tame. Abai challenged Rav Shivzi and demonstrates that the din applies even if the two hands are not in contact. So, as he watched a pitcher filled with kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a revi, fall off a shelf being caught by a man with one tummy hand, the mechuser kippurim rushed to the mikvah so that he'd be eligible to eat kodesh, which reminds us, the mission stated ha'onen and mechuser kippurim sirikin tefila kodesh of truma, and onen and a mechuser kippurim. One is immersed and reached nightfall, but has not yet brought his carbon, required to feel for Kodesh, but not for Truma. The Gemara explains the reason that since until the time they were forbidden to eat Kodesh, the Rabbanon required them to do Tevil before eating the Kodesh, meaning that there's a concern that since they were not permitted to eat Kodesh, their attention to become Tame may also have been diverted. They're not required to immerse for Truma, though, since they're permitted to eat Truma as an One, and Mechus Boring. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus... Three bonus questions from previous Nesechtas. Number one. Which study learned that a revi in the case of Kodesh's puzzle, which is one from a Kavachomer from a Mechuser Kippurim, that's on Dav? Chavdalad. Good. Number two. Which study learned that one who's carrying a Midras may carry Truma, but not Kodesh? That's on Dav? Chavgimel. Good. Number three. Which study learned that those from the Galil cannot bring wine or oil to the base of Migdash, since Rabban Ragozer to Musa Amim on the strip of Kusi land? That's on Dav? Good number four. Which of the one that if one of a person's hands became Tommy, the other one is Tower, but with regard to Kodesh, he must immerse both of them. That's on Dav. Good number five. Which of the one that a Kli is Mitzar for what is in it for Kodesh from the Pasuk Kav Achas? That's on Dav. Good number six. Which of the one we accept wine and oil offerings from Mount for otherwise he would be offended and come to build their own bombas to burn a Paraduma? That's on Dav. Chabes. Good number seven. Which of the one an Onin and a Mechusur Kippurim required to be for Kodesh since they were not permitted to eat Kodesh, their attention to becoming Tameh might also have been diverted. That's on Duff. Chabdalad. Good number eight. Which of the one if one checked a base of Pras in order to bring a Pesach, he may rely on it to eat his Truma. That's on Duff. Chavhe, good number nine. Which of them the kiln that were completed in Tahar required to feel for Kodesh for perhaps on Amar it spit on them before they were completed and the spit remained moist after it was completed? That's on Duff. 
Kav Gimel. Good. Number 10. Which stuff are two answers given as to when Ami Arts are believed regarding Tefillah and when they are not believed? That's on Dav. Chabbez. Excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which of you learned that the laws of Echol Mord are like the laws of Kusim? You cannot derive one from the other. That's on Dav. Yid base and mode cut and good. Number two. Which stuff that we learned that we do not say halal on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur because of the seriousness of the days? That's on Dav. Lamed base and Rosh Hashanah. Excellent. And number three. Which stuff were multiple reasons given as to why Esther invited Haman to the Suda with Achishverosh? That's on Dav. Tezvav and Megillah. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nazir. Wishing you a great day and great learning.